to go get it. <laughs> Hello, friends. This is my second live this week. Welcome, welcome. Um, I'm so excited to be back doing lives. This is Daniela. If you don't know, she was my very first ever live. Um, so I'm so it's very fitting to have her back on this one. We are cheersing. Cheers. Breezy's supposed to join too, but we are drinking. It is five o'clock somewhere. It's two o'clock here. So that counts. it's four o'clock here, and I just clocked out. So there you go. It is Friday. It's drinking time. Uh, there is Breezy. We are cheersing to my 10K. I I don't know why I'm yelling. We're cheersing to my 10K on YouTube. We're also going to get into, there was a lot of reseller happenings this week. It was eBay open. Poshbit is coming up next week. They both had some really big announcements this week, week which I'm wondering, like, Posh made the announcement when Poshfest is coming next week. Are you doing it to like take over the thunder or like I don't know? It just seemed kind of coincidental there for me. But we are going to get into some of the big releases there, and then there was something. Is that it? Yes. Just so we're going to be catching chat, Sarah. Yes, we're also just going to chat. Um, and if you don't know either of these lovely ladies, their links are down below. Um, they are going to share their opinions <laughs> for sure. Uh, which is why I've had. I mean, I love having everyone on my channel, but. We're going to get into it. So um, let me open my beer. This is, I'm going to pour it in a cup because I don't know the policies. Very fancy it. of you. I I mean, this is wine. I was going to bring the bottle and I was like, that's probably not appropriate and I should put it in a glass. Well, and I don't know. We... California, it was just an edible. <laughs> <laughs> How very California of you. Very California of you. I can't. It's so, I mean, I'm in Colorado. So, I mean, even before it was legal, it was like, right. Um, and I, like, it just makes me want to go to sleep. And I'm like, well, this is not helpful. I have things to do. Like, maybe I need to build my tolerance, Breezy. You do. <laughs> California answer is yes. That's what my cousin says that too. She's all about it. Um, she's like, I take it after the kids go to bed and we just listen to a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, and I fall asleep. Like, that's not yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. about. I have my eBay cup. I poured it in because oh, I don't know. Um, first of all, Sarah, congratulations to 10K. So exciting. Bro, that's Thank amazing. <laughs> I, I, I it snuck up. It snuck up. Oh, I mean, to you, I <laughs> I have said probably at least once a month for four years, I'm going to quit YouTube. So if you're out there watching and you are doing social media or anything, like, don't give up. <laughs> if you just four year journey. You just urged me just now. <laughs> it's hard, Breezy. I know we've talked about it, and I know you've like got into a YouTube as well. And you go, it's a lot of work, and it's because it I feel like if you're not inspired, it's just not gonna happen. And and I'm of the mindset like this is fun for me. Like this is not like yeah, cool. I can get paid doing it, but like if I don't make content, I'm okay with it. Like totally mm. fine. I want to do it when I feel inspired to do it, and I'm gonna produce something that people are going to enjoy. I love interacting with people. I love talking. I love doing all that. But um, it's that like quote of like hitting the thousand subscribers and the 10,000 watch hours. And it's like, it's very dreadful. And then once you get there, it takes so long to like get to those next steps. And the reseller community, while everyone is amazing, um, there's a lot of us that are in the YouTube space too. And it's just very hard to like yeah. differentiate yourself and all of that. Um, but I give credit to everyone who's made it past the 10K. Like, you guys are awesome. I give credit to everyone who has, like, put one video out there. Very true. I mean, it's hard, right? It I've talked to my husband, and he has been saying he wants to do a YouTube channel since I've met him. Um, and not he's probably watching this, so I should be nice. But 
I'm like, just do it. And he's like, well, I have to get the right equipment. I'm like, no, you just have to put a video out there. That's it. And then your next video gets better. And then you're like, I went back and looked at my first video and I was like, oh my God, this is horrendous. <laughs> like, and not, and I'm not anywhere compared to, you know, these hairy tornadoes who are making like, you know, they have film crews, right? Like you just yeah. do it and each time. And I think this is with anything that you do, you just keep doing it. And even if you don't want to, you get better. Yeah. Well, well, particular because we have YouTube, we have Instagram, we have TikTok and Instagram's like, let me add, let me throw everything in the kitchen pot at you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot when and you got your maybe you have a patreon maybe you know it's like it's like it's so much and then there's always something new too right and i'm getting to that age let's talk about the new stuff okay since you just brought it up yeah. there are so many new things i'm all set guys i'm just gonna throw it out there i'm all set like i i am just of the mindset and someone posted this on instagram maybe it was yesterday or the day before and i totally agree with it like just because all these things are coming up does not mean that you need to do them just because one person has a discord doesn't mean you need to do a discord just because a million people are on whatnot does not mean you need to be on whatnot like you need to figure out where you want to reserve your time and your space Yes. And, and you go from there. Like I made time and space for this because I want to do this. And this makes me happy. Like, no, it's true, Sarah. Like I want to sit down. I want to engage. I want to talk about this. I want to talk with the people that are watching. I will make time for that. But for me to even watch something like a live auction, um, I just don't see the value in it for myself right now. So as you're saying this, I because I feel like I'm, I've been all over the place. I took this summer off. And it was amazing. I had content come out and I had listings ready. So it wasn't like completely off, but I was off. I was not working. And I feel like everything's changed in three months, right? Like, yeah. yes, Discord is like where it's at now. YouTube memberships are getting better. You have whatnot. And now you have, we're going to talk more in depth, but you have the Poshmark and eBay lives. And I feel like I'm all over the place. And so I literally this week have been writing down all my tasks and making a call of the things I hate doing and the things I like doing. And I'm going to figure out how to make a business off of this call. Hold on. I want Breezy to tell us all the things that she dislikes doing. She's very vocal about this. <laughs> We'd be here all day. I mean, like, come on. I like making the money. <laughs> and I like I mean, part of that is too. One of the things is going on vacations. And I'm like, well, some of these things afford us to be able to do that, right? Um, if you guys do not follow Breezy Braun Breezy, are you still doing a Patreon for tea? I do. I have a Patreon for tea and I have a Patreon for vintage. So like, if you want to be a good kid and learn how to sell vintage, you can do that. And if you want to be a bad little boy or girl, you can sign up for the tea, but it's all anonymous. Like nobody has to know who you are. Just like I'm George Washington on whatnot. You can be whoever you want on my tea. I had no idea that's who you are on whatnot. What? But don't, but it's your face, right? Like you show you or you're not even showing who you are. On whatnot. It's not, it's not my face. And like, Somebody, I think it was my husband came up with that joke. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to be George Washington because I wanted to go incognito. Now everyone knows because I just told all your 10,000 subs. I know. So you are on what not. What not? I can go anywhere. <laughs> Unlike the guys, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. If you guys are not following Breezy and Daniela, both amazing content, both different realms of reselling um but both amazing content breezy is a vintage seller both of their handles are down below but breezy is a vintage seller 
She also does these amazing reseller teas um, on her Patreon. And if you want to know what's the hap in the reselling world, Breezy is your girl, which is one of the reasons I had her on here because I knew she would like get down and dirty with me on everything that happened this week. I'm this week was what I feel like the last month has just been crazy in the reseller space. So I'm with you, Sarah. Like I took a lot of the summer off. I didn't make any content for YouTube. Um, the podcast, we had things scheduled out in advance and we've recorded a ton of stuff in advance so we could have a summer off. Um, I mean, I kind of sourced, I kind of did reseller stuff, but I really just focused on like me and just doing things for me and having fun with my family and enjoying my first full year in the house and enjoying the first summer in this home because we moved in the fall last year. So I didn't get to enjoy the summer. Um, and it, it was wonderful. And now that I'm like getting back into the swing of things, I'm like, oh God, like it was so much better when I was just not engaged with anyone at all. <laughs> Isn't that awful? I hate to say that, but it's true. Like it's overwhelming. I feel that way, but then I get off of these lives or like and I'm you're motivated. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I would leave at headquarters and I met these amazing resellers, which like they inspired me and they're like growth mode. And one of them is like, I'm going to yeah. take over the world essentially. And I was like, I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to take the world over yet. <laughs> I don't like everyone wants to grow, grow, grow. And it's amazing. But I'm like coming to terms with like, there's this hustle mentality that we have as Americans that you have to have like 17 jobs and to pay your bill, like I, no judgment if you do and you're all about it or you have to, to pay your bills. But I, I'm kind of, good with what I had this summer and like having, you know, I don't need to grow. I don't need a warehouse. I don't like, I don't want 150 employees. I'm amazed at the people who do. I'm good. <laughs> I think that's like the beauty of it. Right. And like knowing where you are in, in your, in your world and in your space and not feeling like you have to do what everyone else is doing. Cause yes, it's super motivating to hear what everyone does and like be inspired by it, but then also like taking that step back and saying, do I really need to do the same thing that they're doing? Because I don't know if I really need that in my life. It may sound really cool. Maybe I'll try it, but I don't really know if that's where I need to be. It's a hard conversation to have with yourself. It that's is. the problem with this community, though. Like Everybody has such bad FOMO. They really do. Yeah. They really do. And everyone wants to jump on something just because they hear. You see one post where someone's like, I sold 32 things. It's like 32 things. It's like, I didn't even know 32 things was that much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're all, and, and listen, I include myself. Like, sometimes I even get the FOMO. I'm like, am I missing out? Should I be doing this? Sometimes I do jump on the train and I, I get all into it. And um, I think you're right. Like, to, like, we all have to, like, find. Hey, I'm trying to do a live. That's my puppy. Um, <laughs> we're trying to like, you really need to figure out who you are as a business. Yeah. And who you are in social media. And and like you were saying, Sarah, like find what is working like for your value of your time, you know? And the truth of the matter is we're not all live sellers. We're not all whatnot sellers. We're not all social media people. You know what I mean? Like we have to find our strengths and our weaknesses. Some people are doing great in these live sales. They really are. I'm not knocking it. And it obviously came over from Japan and China, truthfully, they're doing everything first. They are, they're the trendsetters for America. So yeah. if they've done it and it's successful there, we, it's coming. Like I, we can't be a naysayer. Like it's not coming, it's coming. <laughs> like, it's I know. For resale. But I, and this is why I feel, so 
for people who don't know what's happening, we're kind of very like tiptoeing around it. We are talking about eBay and pot. So there's whatnot. I had a video alive last week or the week before about whatnot. We got down and dirty with it. Poshmark and eBay. So eBay opened 2022 was this week. Posh Fest is next week, but Posh announced, was it Wednesday night right before or the day of eBay open? It was right around. Yeah, around the same time. But I think they sent an email out to those individuals like, maybe a week before. So it was kind of like supposed mm -hmm. to be hush hush, but nothing in this community is hush hush, no matter yeah, what. And it was out there immediately because people don't read. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're talking, so we're tiptoeing around live selling, right? So whatnot, I think has definitely over the course of this year, I feel like even more so for this summer, a lot of people, um, it started with cards and collectibles. And then I think it really got into sneakers. And now I think it's kind of opened up to like, which is where we're at the fashion clothing reselling mm -hmm. world um and that's getting big and i'm kind of in this fomo like but i don't it's not so much that i don't like obviously i'm on social media i'm fine talking i don't care yeah i'm more about the back end if you guys watch my channel you know this um and the reporting and the prepping and that like i have processes in place and my listers do it they can't do a YouTube live, <laughs> like, um, which is where for me, the allure of Poshmark comes in because it's already there, right? I don't have to learn a new platform. I can pull the reports on what sells. Um, I already have processes. So I'm kind of, I signed up. Um, I, I don't want to say no before, like, I want to try it. I, I feel like it's a new thread up in the new clubhouse to me is kind of where we're at. Right. <laughs> there's a, there's a huge hype and I got in and I did thread up and I was like, well, this is awful. I'm glad for people who do it. It was not for me. And I got in on clubhouse and I was like, this is also equally awful. I'm happy for people who do it. It was not for me. So I feel like I need to try it before I can say that. Um, but I'm interested to hear other people's perspectives on what is happening what they think is the feedback that i have seen on social so far i only went to Denine's show um who's fashionista 21 on poshmark i went to her show for a little while because i love Denine. i'm always going to support Denine. um i did see her selling things i did see her selling things at a at a price point that i thought she was making money at you know which is not what i have seen mostly and whatnot um it goes lower, right? It goes for lower on whatnot. Yeah, it does. No, typically. I mean, of course, there's exceptions. So um, the, in her room, I saw anywhere from like 35 to 50 people at a time. Um, but the feedback from social media today is that people were selling a lot and they were selling at high. Oh, see, please. Sorry, you can hold little Osito in the video. Well, he might, bring him. He might bring him over in a minute. I don't know what he's doing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people posting that people were really buying and they were buying at high price points. So that's good. Y'all discuss. I'm gonna get this dog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Breezy just wondering... got a puppy. So. <laughs> um, I'm also wondering though, like it was the first day, so there was like all this hype, all this hype right? Like I didn't buy anything, but I went to creep right? Because we all wanted to see what was going on. So when you see these, I have to go get my kids, but they're off today. Um, on that note, real quick, on my, I don't know if you guys watched my presentation on eBay Open, but at the very beginning, I don't know if you noticed. I, I saw like, you check your watch and I was like, something to do with her children. <laughs> oh my God, 100%. I have an alarm. It was, I filmed at the same time this uh, today and I have alarm to not forget my children because you know, that's my life. Um, I, I have yet to forget them, which is good. They're at grandma's right now, but 
it went off and it I like I was pretty impressed that it didn't like I just kept going and I forgot and the producer was like because they told us it was filmed in case you guys didn't know um but the producer was like we don't want to edit it do not mess up <laughs> and I was like no ah, question no. eBay sure oh god and they would edit it but it was yeah. like they filmed so much that they were like trying like not and so I was like oh my god like try not to worry about like Anyway, I'm glad you noticed it, Daniela. <laughs> I did. I, there was a, I, that was like one of the first things I noticed. And I was like, one of Sarah's alarms went off. And it's pathetic that I noticed that, but that's just the kind of person that I am. Where I was like, yes. that would well, be me. You know me well, and you know me well enough to know. And I actually even turned my phone on Do Not Disturb. But your alarms, mm. if you guys ever need to know this, your alarms do not do not disturb. You have to turn them off. <laughs> they, they still go. Yes. I was like, um, I, okay. Can I, can I just give my brief synopsis on all of this? I think not talking about what not, we're talking about Poshmark. I had very low expectations for Poshmark. I well, mean, like we're talking like they, they were in low. general I, or for live? For the live. For the, well, okay. I mean, in general too, but like the live, the live. I, <laughs> the, the expectation was, was low because over the last six months, it's, been a little bit of turmoil going on with the community and like them not really listening and like I was impressed with what they came out with in beta I think one thing that I've kind of heard across the board from people is that there's a lot of things that they wish that, that this um, live show had but it's like okay but they actually put something in beta when we've been asking them to put something in beta so I'm actually proud of them for doing and that and Explode, right? Like I was fully anticipating the. Oh, I thought the episode. Was I didn't see any glitches. Like it, it ran smooth. It ran yes, smooth. there were no lag time, zero lags. The quality was good, way better than whatnot's quality. I think they focused a lot of time and energy on that because I don't think they really knew what to expect from it, and because of all the hype with whatnot, like they probably were like, all right, let's let's change the bandwidth here. We gotta we gotta improve everything. I thought the aesthetic was perfect for Poshmark. So yeah. much better than what we're seeing right now for lives. The aesthetic was great. I love the little counter they had at the top right-hand corner of the people. Like, I thought that was a really nice way that they had yeah. the numbers going through. Um, the chat was, like, beyond too fast. Yeah, yes. No, it was flying. It was flying. So, like, they need to figure out a way to control the chat feature. Or maybe the host can control the chat feature and have it, like, on um, when you do streams on you YouTube. You can see that the host chat. couldn't read it either, really. You could see they were, like, holy. Yeah, man. they were frantic. They were getting what we were getting, which was Right, which was my struggle, too, with doing it is I can't. I've done one YouTube live. Um, and granted, it's not set up for it, obviously. But I've done one YouTube live sale. And it was a hot mess. It is so hard to manage it so and to sell. Um, and so the a lot of the people that I've talked to have two people doing the shows, whether yeah. they're both on camera, but they have people in the background helping with the chat and doing, and that's where I struggle that I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask my husband, Hey, can you sit here and do this that you really have no desire to do? I mean, he'll do it, but like, I don't want to put that on him. I did. Not I went so long time and like, yeah, I was going to say disaster because that's what I envisioned. We, I'm like, and of course I didn't practice. We barely went over rules. He was like, I was like, okay, and hand me the next item. And he's like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as a long-term business plan too, right? I am thoroughly enjoying to talking to you guys and I'm forgetting that we're on a live. Let me check, check in with the chat. Sorry, <laughs> well, everyone, no, 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 it's good. But I was like, oh, we're on a live. Like, let me see who's here and say hello. Thank you everybody for joining. Good afternoon from Ohio. Bobby loves the thrift. Jeff is here. Jeff has a YouTube channel. I've done a, 
uh, live a chat with him. So check him out. Elisa is here. Um, who's drinking with us? No one has said anything. If you are drinking, it's five o'clock somewhere. Let us know what your happy hour on Fridays. This is how we do happy hours as resellers because we are at home. Then we don't feel like we're sitting at home drinking alone, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're drinking with friends. Counts. Um, hello, everyone. Denver, Colorado. That's where I'm from, too. So if you guys don't know, this is Yanka. He was on you on eBay everywhere. He's like the poster boy for uh, YouTube or for eBay and sell sneakers. I don't know if you guys were watching the eBay open. There was so much sneaker hate. I mean, yeah. like eBay's all. Oh, yeah. eBay is really pushing sneakers hard. They are. Um, but the chats were kind of funny. Like there was so much sneaker hate. So no sneaker hate here. I'm actually putting together a sneaker panel because it's fire right Ooh, now. Nice. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to get into it, but I know a lot of really good sneaker heads that are going to come on and kind of teach us what to do. So I know so. I look at sneakers like I'm like, I could never. It's so much information. I don't know. But then I'm like, wait a minute. You do vintage. vintage. Like I actually know there's about other stupid things like, you know, like trousers. <laughs> It, right. It's what you want to put your money into. So I just bought a whole Poshmark closet and half of it is vintage. And I'm trying to figure out how to get you to do my listings for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> DM me. I will. Because <laughs> um, I have listers, but I don't do a lot of vintage. And so yeah. they're just not going to be able to get and you have to have the right. Anyway, that was a complete side subject. But I was thinking about that earlier. So keep an eye out for me. And Breezy does do, just to plug her real quick, she does do, do you still do your vintage? Where like, if you have a question and you need some advice, you can send you pictures. And um, I don't like do that for money anymore because I have the course and I have the Patreon. So I feel like you can take those. But I'm also like, if you join my Patreon or buy my course, I'll always answer those questions for you. But also I'm not, an, um, wait, can we curse on YouTube? I won't. I'm not a jerk. <laughs> so I'm not, if you send me a picture, I'm going to help you out. Like, please don't send me one every 10 minutes, but no one ever has. You know what I mean? People are so not like my whole entire thousand dollars. There are exceptions to the rule. Okay. You know, they're just, people are nice. Inherently people are good. I think. And like people are usually respectful and they are, they're very polite with me. They'll offer to send me money. I'm always like, no, I mean, I can take, you know, two minutes. Out. Normally it's so fast for me that I don't mind doing it for someone. And I kind of like to educate them. I'm like, what do you, I'm like a little nerd. Like, what do you think? <laughs> like a teacher. Dropping a little teacher. <laughs> You can tell you have little kids too, right? Like that's right. Right. when my kids ask me a question that I'm not listening to. I'm like, well, what do you think? <laughs> Mom. Um, okay. So back to the sales. The lives, oh, the posh yeah. lives. Um, yeah. I think I, one thing that made me really excited was the way that you can put your listing not for sale. This is like straight accounting, right? Put your listing not for sale. All of your, everything is in there. You can pull that report, use it however you want. It's not, from what I hear, Whatnot's um, CSV is not very comprehensive. It doesn't really have a lot of the things that you need in it. And um, people are struggling with figuring out that accounting. So I think that's one of the biggest advantages when it comes to Poshmark doing the lives. I also think there are a lot of buyers going into the lives. Now, a lot of it is hype, right? And they want to see what it's all about. It wasn't just resellers. And I feel like the majority of what we're seeing in the clothing realm of Whatnot a lot of it is resellers. We recognize a lot of people that are in there. I'm um, not saying that everyone is, because obviously that, that wouldn't be true, but um, it was encouraging to see the amount of buyers going into shows. And this is what gets me excited about eBay, because if eBay does like, huh? The communications were awful too. So like if they actually oh, yeah. communicated a little bit better, they might get more people. Well, yeah, agreed. Like, I do have like, 
a little ooh, about this because I know every platform when they do live sales, their employees, I really don't know. I mean, I can't say every platform, but every, I, every platform I know have, has done this with their employees. They give them a spending amount every month, right? I mean, it just makes sense. So you can tell when you do a new platforms live, you can tell there's employees coming in purchasing from you. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. This is why on the show. My wonder is how much of these purchases were buyers, how much were employees? How because if I was Poshmark and I, I would not knock them. In fact, I would knock them if they didn't do this. I would have given a good bonus to my employees to go push these first lives. Yeah. So they look good. Obviously, that's marketing. And on top of it, like we saw a lot of numbers in those lives. But like I was tuning in and I'm never going to tune in again. <laughs> the truth. I don't have time for lives. I'm ADHD. I got two small kids and now a puppy. Like you got to be kidding me. I'm not going to do it. Maybe Sarah, I'll tune in for a second, Sarah. I really will. <laughs> Sarah. And, yeah. and Tori. Tori just popped on and said that she's doing three shows next month. So well, I love Tori. I'll pop in for Tori too. But you have to give me a sewing tip, Tori. <laughs> that's, the, that's the rule. Oh, my God. Her TikTok is like Fire. blown Fire. up. It is. I, yeah, learned so wanna... I learned so much from Tori. Yeah, and Tori's a great teacher. Style. Like, just love her. That's yeah. my thing, too, is I wonder. Because I was asking my husband, like, would you spend an hour on a platform hoping to get something? And he was like, hell no. Like I would just go no. search for it and buy it. And I was like, yeah, me too. But we're not like, I'm, I fully understand that I'm like the old person now. Like I'm the grandma and the Gen Z's is what's yeah. leading this. And I mean, they will, right? They spend so much time on socials. And YouTube, I, they do a lot of YouTubing and like, you know, yeah. scrolling like they do. So I do think that they're more into this style. I mean, for me, I feel like I'm watching. Sorry, my puppy almost fell, y'all. I caught him. <laughs> I didn't realize he was there. And I was like, what? He's so happening? tiny. That's why. You know, I don't have time for lives, y'all. <laughs> Right. I no, I'm with you. And especially if I'm hoping they I hope they open it up to more times. But like yeah. I tried to get on last night and I'm sorry, like it's my children's bedtime. So I'm like trying to watch because I wanted to know. But I'm like, can you brush your teeth and do it quietly so I can keep listening to this? And then they stayed up way too late because I wanted to watch it. And I'm like, this is not for my lifestyle to do it or to buy that way. It's just not sustainable. It doesn't mean that it's not for other people, right? Like it, Yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting to see how they structure it. And so I'm more excited about what eBay is going to do than what Poshmark and whatnot are doing because eBay has international buyers. They're launching this new international program. Like that's what I'm excited about. Well, eBay has the collectors there. Yes. 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 Did like, anyone, so I totally miss, uh, did you guys attend eBay open at all? A little I bit? Yes, I didn't know because it was very boring. So <laughs> I can only do so much. <laughs> I watched you. I watched some. The first keynote was way too long, and I tuned out. I was like, yeah. "This is obnoxious. <laughs> I can't with this keynote." It's, I feel like they should have broken those up a little bit. Because yes, it was, it was way, an hour and a half. Yeah. I cannot focus that long on something like that. Like you should have it in chunks, and I can you know, focus. Animation and like intervals in between, like a little like cartoon or something. Yeah. To keep yes. Yes. yes, I know. I, I just listened to it while I was taking photos. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, there was a couple of, I didn't get to, obviously, because they run so many at the same time, even when they're online. Like, I wish they were staggered a little bit, even because it's online. Wait, so it should be staggered. They, can we go back and watch them? Like, are they yes. record? Okay, cool. Because I'm going to do that. Sort yeah. of. So anyone who is watching as well, eBay for business, YouTube, they've already, from my, what I've heard, I haven't checked it out. They have already put it on um, some of them. And then they're hoping, I'm hoping to get my session to put on my YouTube channel. Um, so oh, that nice. Wait, Sarah, what was your session? 
I mean, yeah. take a guess, Breezy. Oh, analytics. analytics. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> and what's funny is while I was watching uh, the end keynote, eBay was calling me for something else. But he, the guy was like, I like I had an eBay phone call while I was watching eBay. And I was like, this isn't right. Like, what's happening? I thought like there was a glitch or something. Um, and the guy was like, you were a beast. <laughs> and I was like, Awesome. That's awesome. I think um, this was such a great opportunity for you, Sarah, on so many levels. Like what a privilege to be able to go there, meet with them, interact with them, like just everything about it. And the way that they catered to these sellers that came out and like, it's just such a different experience. And I think what those of us in the Poshmark community are so used to when it comes to this stuff. All right, listen, I'm going to say it. It's true. Yes. No, I spoke at Poshmark last year virtual i spoke at ebay open virtual this year absolutely 100 it was a completely different experience um there's like I an mean, old saying like for talk shows and stuff like going into the talk show you get one experience and exiting the talk show you get a different experience right like so they'll limo you in all the first class and then on you're like get out and like ebay i imagine it's like the going into a talk show experience and, and going to Poshmark and doing their thing is like going out. Yes, 100%. And I listen, I love Poshmark. It's where I make the majority of my money. But man, they just, it's just a totally different experience. They just don't totally put different that companies. money into their content creator marketing. There's no content creator fund, clearly. And they're, I mean, they're still new, right? Like eBay's been around. They're ancient. They yes. are the leaders in it. And what I will say too, I mean, because I've only been on eBay pushing four years now. And when I first got on, it was a very different culture. It was very much, you have to compete with Walmart and Amazon. You have to, like, it was mm -hmm. very much that. Um, and I think you saw executives leaving. You saw, right? And now they have, you know, Jamie came back. They have a, a, most of their, a large portion of their higher ups, the executives that did keynotes and that we met, what did they call them? Um, boomerangs, maybe. But they left and came back. And them coming back in the past couple of years, you can see that culture is moving to seller focused. And I can tell you, I, I, like I'm all eBay hyped up because I went out there, but they did their, they served their purpose. And I would, Posh Fest, I love Posh. I did what they did. It was a different experience. Um, you got the real that they really did care about these sellers. There were, I mean, we had chats. And not only was it prep for eBay open, but it was chats with, Jamie and Jordan and some of these higher ups and like seller experience, all of these different teams that I had no idea who I was talking to. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so cool. No, it was like we had happy hours and I was like talking to people and then I saw them as keynote speakers and I was like, well, he's pretty high up. <laughs> like, yeah. I was talking to him about my autistic kid and we were just like having a good old time. I should have been like picking his brain about like marketing and um, but the support that they have for sellers, us being out there, and I know there's a couple of people that went with me in the chat, and I don't know if they felt the same way, but I think they are moving to like the sellers is what makes them eBay and they want to make us happy. Granted, they can't make everyone happy, yeah. um, but I really got the feeling out of it. And maybe that's just me. Tell me if you guys watch eBay open, but did you get the feel of like they were really more focused on sellers? I think they made it a point yeah. to say it over and over again in keynotes and in different yeah. types of, you know. Um, Telling little stories about sellers. Yes, like it was <laughs> very seller focused. It was nice though. It, yeah, like, it made it seem like more personal. They actually care about me and like me succeeding mm -hmm. on the platform and trying to do things that we've been asking for a really long time. But like, so we are greedy as people on these platforms. We want things right now thinking that technology works that way, but it really doesn't work that way. And we can ask for like, 
the automatic payment thing. I'm sure there's so many factors that play into it, and that's why it hasn't been rolled out yet. And they're saying say by the end of the year, didn't they? I mean, that's, that's what they're not saying. Far. If they're telling, I mean, you know, and I, I don't think they're, I don't think any company lies like blatantly. No. Lies, no. Um, so I think their intention really is to deliver that. Now, sometimes we have glitches in the road, but I mean, end of the year is not that far. So like nope. that is a pretty good promise to me. I so here's the thing: at eBay Open last year, they said that the end of the year last year. And that sucks now. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing, because I've talked to two, like there was an eBay live meetup in Denver and I talked to the executives there and then obviously going out to headquarters and they both had the same story, which is promising, right? Like that's how you yeah. cut the kids lying is if they both have different stories. Yeah. Um, but their story was, and this is what I do appreciate. They said that there, and I've done a video on it. So if you guys are watching, check out the video on it. But they said that they rolled it out slowly because as a platform as a whole, they only have, I think it was two or 3% of payments go unpaid, which is a very low number, right? Yeah. So they were rolling it out slowly to make sure that they're not losing more buyers and sellers than that, right? Like that was their threshold. And at the beginning of the year, they were getting a lot of negative feedback. They couldn't indulge in what it was, if it was from buyers or sellers or how they were, like what it was, but that's kind of why they like, were like, hold on, we don't want to be, we're only losing 2% of unpaid, 2 or 3%, I don't remember exactly, of unpaid. We want to make sure that we're not losing more people in rolling this out. Um, so I do, I appreciate that. And they, I don't know if they were, I think they probably could be a little bit more transparent. I know that because I had the availability or I was able to go to these eBay meetups mm. and talk with, you know, some of these higher ups everyone doesn't have that. Right. So I feel like they probably should have been a little bit more forthcoming with that. I'm going to jump into the chat because we want to know what the negative publicity that Poshmark has been getting recently. I'm out of the loop. <laughs> There's so much. Just, <laughs> new changed. People didn't appreciate that. Um, there was possible fraudulent IPO filings. People didn't appreciate <gasps> that. The, uh, the shares dropped from they opened at 40, they got um, internal people to buy, like internal meaning you and I, everyone to buy at 40. I think last time I checked, it was down. <laughs> eight, it was like, nine, $10, something horrible. like that. People are very not happy. There was a class action lawsuit against them. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, it started like a year ago. So like, if you were to join that class action now, are you going to get any money? Probably not. Probably now you could get your comeuppance. <laughs> like, but yeah, there's a lot of reasons why people are. Is this new? Happy. Like this is even like I took the summer off. This was happening like pre-summer, right? Mm, I want to say it started time. like right before summer, maybe. Yeah. What is time? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. When people ask me questions like, when did that happen? I'm like, I don't know. I think from 2019 to now is a complete blur. I have no <laughs> it's idea. A fog. It's a fog. We, we just say pre-pandemic. That like covers. Like, you tell me in real time. I'm like, was that the time where we were all fighting for toilet paper? Yeah. Was that the time the monkeypox came in? Like, where are we? Where are we right now? Because I have no idea. I want to say this was like right before summer started, Sarah, okay. when all that kind of happened and the search changed. And it was like, Summer slowdown mixed with search changes, yeah. mixed with all these other things that are happening. And um, and I just think there's a lot of movement going on in Poshmark, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, this is kind of what happens when companies go public. I know if you're not well-versed in that world of, you know, companies going public and stock market and all that, this happens all the time when, when companies go public. Some of them make it, some of them don't. A lot of times management changes. Um, they try new things and see where it takes them. And if they can improve, they're usually given a timeline. The stakeholders will say, you know, you can 
you have this amount of time to fix whatever it is and so that we can see the next earnings call. And if it doesn't happen, you know, there'll be other ramifications for it. This is very normal, what we're seeing. And they, I mean, they are not profitable, but in like none of the resale companies that are public are profitable. No. A lot of business aren't actually profitable. It's a business strategy, right? Like mm -hmm. accounting and making money are two different things. Oh, and the, other, like so the other scandal was that um, Manish and the CFO and several higher ups sold a lot of shares, a lot of shares. They dumped a lot of shares. They did. A yeah, lot. that was like midsummer. Okay. Basically, every time they were allowed to dump shares, they dumped them. <laughs> That's basically what happened. But this is not, I mean, it's part of the reason that I didn't. It's not surprising because Poshmark has never had a straight plan. They're very much like, they want to be in both buckets. We aren't competing, like they've said, we're not competing with eBay. We want to be a social media platform, blah, 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 blah. But then we're going to come out with all of these tools and analytics and things to compete with eBay because our sellers that are actually making us money want us. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, especially when you have stakeholders now, like you have to pick a mission and you have to stick with it. Like, I don't really care what it is. Um, do the social thing and then I'll probably go somewhere else, but that's fine. But like, you can't, they keep wibble wobbling around. And I think you're seeing that in their stock prices because you can't figure out what they're about right right and at some point benefit them i think yeah and i think at some point the stakeholders are going to say all right we're taking over and this is what we're doing so bye to whoever that needs to go and this is the new system we're bringing in with these people and this happens across the board with all companies that do this that, that don't really have a strategic plan put in place like they're beyond the five-year plan at this point like that's, I think, the most frustrating thing. If you understand the way business works, like you guys are way beyond five years and still don't have a structure. Like you should have at least had something in place by now. Yeah. That's the frustrating part. I think yeah. it's a little weird too because it's like they went with this social thing. So it's like, uh, but I feel like what happened was they were early on that. Like they yes, went very early. Animals, and really the ones that are being successful with this type of thing are going in with the Gen Z, right? So you have whatnot and Depop getting very strong and successful. But they like it just it posh was like early. The millennials weren't having it like Gen Z was having it. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the, the identity crisis. And they don't want to let the, like millennials don't want to let go of skinny jeans. Posh doesn't want to let go of millennials. You know what Fact. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have wide leg jeans on today, friends. And I'm proud of you. Yes. Proud of you. I can't do it, man. I'll do a straight like like a like a tapered straight that is basically a slim i can do that but yeah. uh, the white or the low waist i'm sorry no i can't do low waist i did that i'm done i did it and it was cute when i was like 1920 but you know this is like two kids later like yeah. <laughs> oh, i couldn't even do it then like i mean i have a large lump like the white light like it does not fit over it's like plumber it is not a cute look and yeah i thought that was cute to have a little tiny crack showing back in the day Different drugs for different folks. Apparently, our teenage years were vastly different. Breezy, no problem. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, there's a lot of things that we could say about Poshmark, but like, I don't want to bash them because they make me a lot of money. So I'm not going to bash them. You know what I mean? Like other things I wish that that would change. Yeah, that's with any platform. And I think they just need to be more transparent and just communicate more. And I think with this Posh Live, it could have been communicated a little differently maybe, but I do appreciate them putting it into beta. I do, I, I more than likely they're gonna reach out to everyone who does a live and want feedback from them, especially from the larger sellers that are doing it. Like, what else can we do? What do you see in other platforms you're going live on? So I think they're gonna take all of that. They're actually gonna do what we 
basically told him to do over the summer when we were like, hey, can you just be transparent and tell us what the hell you're doing? Can Which you is good. That? Like, it's good. They're listening. That is the yeah. first one. Yeah. Um, and I, I, mean, I, I don't the want lives to- went well. So, I mean, we have to give them accolades when they're Absolutely. due. Absolutely. Well, you know what I mean? So- I, I, I have to say that was that was a good addition to the cast, I think. Like they were smart. On yes. And I think it was fun to see them all excited doing their their lives, selling their stuff. Like it was nice to see them on there and be excited about it and like actually engage with the community. Like there's mm-hmm. something to be said about that. That was very nice to see, regardless of what you think about any of them that work at Poshmark. I think I think it's great. I think it's great. And but I think my real excitement lies with eBay and what yeah. that's going to look like because international sellers, listen, uh, most of my sales are international at this point, And that excites me more so than domestic buyers. Sorry, but it's true. I would, yeah, I would consider doing a live on eBay because in vintage, it's very tricky. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to lose money on stuff. And I don't know. I mean, it's very, they're, they're niche items, even though it's worth maybe $350 to the right person. It's not worth $350 to most people. You know what Are I mean? Are you going to get that person in your life? Is it right. That? And that's what's scary. But eBay is like, that's the only one where I could see the potential being there for, for me. And, and I would say other vintage people because, um, yeah, like, and literally Japan gets, loves Americana vintage. Yes. So I, if you had enough Japanese collectors in there, you could definitely get high prices. And I think you can judge by seeing what have I put on auction on eBay and how well has it done? That are, you know, are those eyes on the prize already? Right. Right. And so for me, like I don't sell bidding war type things. Um, I think both yeah. of you probably do like Daniela, you sell, I mean, some of your stuff, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be bidding over my like American Eagle high-waisted mom jeans, right? Like there's 7,000 of them on eBay right now. Just go buy a pair, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what kind of concerns me with what I... Like right. what I sell, that I don't know that it's going to work as well as the time. Um, I'm excited about eBay's lives as well. Friends, I see this is where I need a moderator for a YouTube live and I'm not even selling anything. <laughs> like the chat, I'm like so enthralled with you guys. I'm like, you gotta, we gotta. That's okay. Know. People like it too when you're having good conversations. So okay. Okay. I, always feel, I look over and then I'm like, oh yeah, there's people here. Uh, Tori mm-hmm. is here. Tori, you are welcome on whenever I am. So if you guys watch eBay open, I don't know if I should announce this because we haven't fully, I'm going to announce it. And then if it doesn't happen, life happens. Um, So Anna from eBay Open, she did the been there, been. Oh my God. She was my favorite presentation besides yours. I loved her. And that's what I have heard. Um, We connected so well. So we met at eBay Open Prep and we connected so well. And we have a lot of the same philosophy. She was on on Wednesday. Yes. Anyway, so I think we're going to try and do like just a weekly like chat like this um, and open it up to other people. My point in all of that is Tori, you are welcome on (laughs) if we, do that anytime because Tori always has amazing insight as well as you two ladies other people out there who want to join as well if it happens <laughs> we're in chats right now I'm just so excited about it um I sell on three platforms definitely and this is the hard part too is like how do you I was telling my husband how do you cross list then you're doing three lives you on don't to Poshmark or you don't because you're selling everything right the volume oh. but now it changes your whole process right because you're not going to cross list anything and then whatever doesn't sell now like if you're doing whatnot we'll, we'll use whatnot as an example now if it doesn't sell now you've got to actually take like real photos of it and measurements and like all of that stuff and and list it and then you got to so now you're adding additional time to your process this is why i can't get into the whole whatnot thing i think people are succeeding on there doing the liquidation and whatever else they like People that have, you don't need to have a large following to be on there. It's, I think it's helpful, but no, I don't think you need a large social media following to be on there. 
but the people that are succeeding that I have seen that I've had the tolerance to even watch, I guess, because I like I'm so disinterested after 10 minutes, like I'm out. Bye. I want nothing to do with these. I, I, I like I my brain can't do it, Sarah. Like mm -hmm. I sit there and I and like I just it's not the people. It's just like I'm just disinterested in it. Like I need like real housewives in the corner of the box that I could be watching and then like they're doing the live right here and then I could do it. I can do it. Okay, so that's what I'll do on my posh night. When I do it, I'm gonna have the the TV on with real housewives in the background. Ultimate girls trip, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. I, I don't know. I just, I totally lost my train of thought, but yeah, that's that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We interrupted. Um, I mean, that's that kind fine. of my thing too. And I'm not, but I understand that I'm the old grandma right now. Like I am not, not though, because I think they're younger people. I mean, you're not that much older than me. We're almost the same age. No. And you know what? I see Gen X's. I see a lot of Gen X's watching. Um, I do see a lot of Gen X's watching and buying on, on whatnot. And I see Gen X's doing it. You know, I'm sure there's even a boomer there. Oh, I'm sure. You know, in the collectibles? Like, probably. Yeah. Oh, Actually, they're probably like QVC all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that you that I saw that someone was calling it the QVC? Was it you? I mean, that's kind of I what it a is. A lot of people have said that about it because it's very, I mean, it's it's like, you know, QVC 2.0. I mean, it's let's just, I want to throw out some numbers for everyone because we're like doing a live and we're talking about it. Like, so whatnot takes 8%. Poshmark is taking 20 even but you can i'm with daniela time is money and it's already in there i yeah. have not i've been watching whatnot and i have not jumped on it because of time poshmark i'm like what's well, already there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like i already know what to expect whatever and i can pull a report and i can but yeah the 20 percent. and i have been reading hopefully they fix this i have been reading in the people who did lives they don't if you buy more than one you're paying this they're not stacking the shipping but i think i honestly feel like it was beta and they're gonna fix that yes i oh, hope I they're gonna fix too. that I, yes. think so. I mean, now I will say eBay, we don't know what percentage they're taking, but you know, you have to think that they take a different percentage for buy it now and a different percentage for auctions. So will it be a completely different percentage for lives? I think so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. eBay's going to break it down totally different. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And you probably won't know. There'll be like some report that you'll have to like figure out that I'll have to make a live a YouTube video on. So subscribe to my channel. So yes. I will be like at 5% here, 2% here, 37 over here if this happens. Although I will say, so one of the things that they did announce is they are trying to be a lot more transparent in all of these things. Um, mm -hmm. And they were showing some new features that are coming out to kind of break down the fees a little bit better. Because it is, I mean... I, I appreciate that like you have different fees because you do promoted listing. Like there's different reasons that you have different fees, but it is not just a flat 20%. And they're trying to show a little bit more back-end transparency in the amount of people. My biggest video on YouTube right now is eBay fees. Yeah, because it's confusing. It is. And it's like a four-minute video that I did. So, it's a, I mean, it's great for me. And it's gotten less confusing, but it's still confusing. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's just, it's one of those things where I think it was never explained from the first, like from the get-go. And then it just, it just accumulates over time. And you're like, I, okay, whatever you tell me, eBay, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. Yes. Yes. Fingers crossed. So uh, Tori is saying, and I'm interested, I only watched uh, the Posh Kings last night quickly. Cause like I said, it was kids bedtime, but I haven't seen any of them yet. Do you pull items out of inventory, steam them and show them? them live? Yeah, they are showing them live. And this is my other concern. I was talking to someone else who just did a whatnot, but same process. Um, and she was like, I just pulled my stale inventory. And I was like, that's so much time. And then if it doesn't, and then you have to steam, I don't steam for anything. Like, but now you have oh. to steam fold it up and I'll say this because I do pop-ups because I'm in California and and that's another reason I don't get into lives that much because we have pop-ups year-round and like that's very lucrative for us in California but I understand that the rest of the country doesn't have that you know 
Um, however, I'm do in doing pop-ups, like, yeah, I cannot store my clothes the way I used to. And I have to hanging rack them now because I'm not going to be pulling them in and out, right? So basically by season, I pull what's going to be at shows, you know, and those are on this, the hangers and what's not in season goes into bags, you know, and that's then at least I'm just doing it four times a year. So I assume if you become a live seller, like you're going to have to move into some kind of system like that, you know, and I will say, yes, it gets more difficult to stay organized when you're doing because it's fast paced. A lot of things are selling and, you know, so you have it. I mean, we're all so used to the bin system. You know what I'm talking about? We all oh. have this down. Thank you. Right. We all have it down packed. It's a different system when it comes to pop-ups and lives. And you know, the one is millennial mouse. Ashley is the one she's got her systems in place. That's it's on whatnot. She has systems in place. Yes. Okay. yes. Okay. She does sales. She sells a ton. And I was like, Ashley, how do you do this? Cause she, I, I swear one day she was like, and I got everything shipped in like 45 minutes. I was like, I could ship three things in 45 minutes. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. And as awful as it sounds, they're like, oh, like I was talking to someone this morning and they did their first whatnot. And we were chatting about it. And she's like, I sold 63 items. And I had a little mini panic attack. I'm like, how are yeah. you going to ship? Like, I don't want, this sounds so like privileged or something, but like, I, I want those sales, but shipping 63 items after about 20, I'm like, mm, I'm good. Like, and no, having no. the time, I mean, I'm pretty fast. I do two minutes an item that still would take me hours. That would be like my entire day. Yeah. But then, I, I mean, I know people that are like, I do it once a week and then I just work once a week, right? Like they do it live once a week, they work that day. And then like my time, it, it's just a lot to think about behind the scenes um, that the FOMO on social media is like, oh, I'm selling all these things. And I'm kind of thinking behind the scenes, right? I think we well, all- I've done like big sales before because I've moved a lot. So I've done these like liquidation types of sales where I'm selling on the low, and I know what it's like to ship that many things. It's horrible. I literally almost got a divorce last time <laughs> because I made my husband help me. And he was like, never again, never again are you allowed to do this. And then he never says aloud to me, but I was like, I, it's okay this time because I messed up. We're not doing this again. Don't we're you never worry. doing this for ourselves again. We both were nearly in the mental institution. Like I was like, I can't. We just had like tape and paper everywhere. I was like going insane. So I don't want to do it. And and I know what you were saying, Sarah, like, oh, it sounds obnoxious. And it, what was that one model who's like, I don't get out of bed for less than $10,000 a day. But I'm like, I don't package no, something yeah. for less than like 20 bucks. I'm sorry. Like, I can't. Right. Especially if you're yeah. doing like bids starting at $2 and then you're like, cool, I had 63 sales and I made, I, I'm negative. So now I'm spending seven hours shipping and I'm negative in money. Tori's saying time uh, and inventory management will get messed up. So I think it's possible, but we're just all going, especially those of us who have processes. If you're watching my channel or you follow any of these ladies, you're probably in a similar boat where we have processes um, or we're trying to get processes. We're in that boat and it's, it's going to have to change. And for my mind, I, I don't want change. My I brain do. can't like, do it right now. People were like, I don't want change. These young kids, like I'm at that age now. But um, also I just found a process that works for me. So I don't want to change everything all over again and like try to, and, but in the other part of it is like, how much is live sales really, really going to contribute to my monthly revenue that's going to be coming in. And if it's not going to, then I'm not changing things for it. Like I might try it. And it's like, okay, during the pandemic, live sales were popping off and Instagram was going crazy. People were selling crazy. And yes. I'm sure that that's when this ball got in motion for all that. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. And we know for a fact, you can talk to the Instagram live um, sellers who were doing wildly successful sales. They all will tell you it is not what it was. 
it is not what it was because people can do things now. That's the truth. So, um, listen, live sales are coming to America. That's a fact. Are they coming in resale? I don't know. Sneakers, probably, because sneakers are collectibles, right? Collectibles, yeah. Collectibles will get you there. But, like, I don't know that we're going to always do it. In, I don't know. We'll see. I, you know, I'm not going to say absolutely not. We'll see what happens. I will also say this. Poshmark is public they're i don't and poshmark has a history of not offering money to their like people so i i don't think they're gonna there's not gonna be bells and whistles i don't think for selling live ebay old platform they do take care of people they might pay some live people to come over initially and like get a good thing going i can see that happening for sneakers of course we're sneakers, bro. You're right. You're absolutely. Oh, I'm right. sure. I'm sure. I didn't get to catch the eBay live. So they did two demos, and I didn't realize they were doing demos. And I went to run errands or something during both of them. Um. So did you guys, either one of you, catch the eBay no, live demos? I didn't. If mm-hmm. anyone in the chat uh caught them, I didn't fully get like they announced it, but I didn't get when they were going to start it my guess would be they're going to start with sneakers or collect like we probably yeah. sneakers watches something that's always on their home page like yeah. yes. yes um so it'll be interesting to see i don't have Handmade. i'm I that poshmark yes. did it so quickly i don't have high hopes that ebay will be i don't think we'll be able to do it in ebay for like a year tori saying handmade could get big too with live showing yes. how your items are made i always make sales when i'm on tiktok uh last week we did the whatnot and leslie of resellers passion said she was on like six platforms i think and now she's down to two and she's making more money because she's doing whatnot she is selling her handmade items like skyrocketing because you can show it and which is awesome too like you can sit there and like make it and show like the potential for handmade i think is definitely i agree i think it's all going to come down to niche they they added something where i think you can do like a storytelling now yeah so again becoming more social in the in the app i do think whatnot is going to do well i do think they're going to do well I just don't know like how where we fit our community fits. And 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 they started with collectibles. They did not just reach out to resellers. It wasn't like they were like collectibles and now resellers, you golden kids. No, yeah. they, they have like multiple communities that they're yeah. pushing. And they could also realize like y'all ain't it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right yeah. now they have a huge valuation. They have a huge amount of funding. Huge. Yes. So, yes. So there is, and I know some, I'm not gonna say names but i know some social media people and the amount that they are getting paid yeah right. i found out some of this the other day too and i was like oh, oh my god they want to give you how much they got big boy money big boy money it is, which is why it's like is it fomo like we are fomo but is it it's not real right they're all of these like hype and these what oh i'm selling this much but you're also getting paid or you're doing all of these giveaways like what not poshmark's not giving me a gucci bag right. to give away on the live <laughs> like, yeah they are taking care of people who are doing well so like there's a lot of giveaways going on that they're paying for the giveaways you know like and they're good things you know um then they are they paid content creators actual dollar 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 bill amounts to come over and on top of it um you, there's a referral fee. So if you refer a seller, and I don't know if that's still going on, but it was for a while, it was $250 per seller that you got to do a show on the app. So that, like, a lot of people got it's it wrong. Anti whatnot. I was never anti whatnot. I, I, like I said, it's here to stay. I guarantee that. But when people were hyping it to our community, <laughs> 
mm, they were getting a lot of kickbacks for hyping it. You know what I mean? So you always got to like look at all the pieces, look at all right. the pieces. Which is like the whatnot live that I had last week. I had one person that um, is very, very successful, but definitely a influencer for whatnot. Um, and then one person, Tori was one of them. She's like, I tried it. It wasn't for me. And one person who has been, has a smaller social media following um, and has been trying it organically like the us right it would be us um and anyone watching this for eight months and is still like i just haven't got the hang of it and that's where i'm like i don't know if that's worth my time but i also don't want to be the person who's not willing to change with the times right which is why i signed up for poshmark live <laughs> so watch my live i don't even know when it is you have to do training and stuff first um but i think, I think the poshmark one i think you would enjoy i think it's not at seven o'clock at night i hope they have different times <laughs> I'm not spending my nights and weekend doing this. Danielle was talking about doing things that, that bring you joy as well, right? And I know like Melissa, um, what is her handle? Garden State Garbage, maybe. She yeah. is a mom of like two young kids and she just gets on with her seven-year-old, right? And they like, she's like, I don't do any prep, none. And it's true. She's like, this is vintage. I don't know from when, but I just know it's vintage, right? It's like, it's really cute. And her seven-year-old is presenting. And the point is really for them to have fun, make a few bucks. And she's teaching her daughter, though. She's yeah. teaching her yeah. daughter. And she's probably getting the follow-up. give her daughter the whatnot channel. And I was like, that's fun. That's bonding. And that's educational. Like, I'm all for it. Like, if, if you're doing it like that, you know, I think that's great. And, it's like, obviously, some people are making a killing on it. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. is it worth trying all these things? Sure. You know, but don't don't be putting up your Louis Vuitton and be like, 99 cents start. <laughs> Um, yeah. so Tori's saying it's a $200 seller referral on Poshmark. You get a $5 credit. If you guys refer someone for the line, All right? Five bucks. Count me in. Credit. Credit. Right. Credit. credit. Right. So they're giving you $5 so that they also get 20% of that $5 back. Fantastic. Uh, my... Sorry, that was bad. Um, mine are but all it's true. I know 11 a.m. during sometimes the it's 10. Sometimes they, they kick it up to 10. Remember when they did that, those credits, like if you posted certain things at the beginning of the year and then they just stopped because they couldn't keep up with it all. And realize we were all going to talk about it on social media and get each other to do it. I know. I was like, I already list this anyways. All I have to do is click one button to do it. <laughs> they were not like five months, like every day for three months. They're like five days in, we canceled the program. <laughs> we're not doing this anymore, guys. Sorry. Amazing. That's amazing. Um, so we are, I mean, I, this is, I don't have anything. Grandma has the kids for a little bit, so I can stay on later. I know. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't have to leave yet. So no, we are approaching the hour. So if people have to leave breezy, I know eventually you have children to pick up. I haven't heard your alarm. Oh, I don't pick them up. They just come. Oh my God. They just show up. They show up. It's one of their birthdays. I was like, you're still walking. I went, so we do a charter school, so they don't have buses, um, which is kind of a bummer, but it's a mile away. And so I'm like, okay. we're like, they, they learned their bikes and I'm like riding to the school every single day to be like, we can do this. We can do this. Aww. So eventually in like two or three years, they'll be old enough. And then I don't like, they can ride their bikes and I don't have yeah. to with them. Yeah. Luckily my kids only have to go two straight blocks. Like that's it. <laughs> like it's very simple. That's good. Yeah. That's uh, really my good. oldest did the bus for a while and now he's 16 and drives Oh, oh goodness. I know it's yeah, wild. It's it's wild. That's all There's I got. something we didn't talk about from eBay open that I'm surprised you didn't bring up yet. Oh, uh, we've been talking photos. The 20 I was gonna say I have a list of all the things that they announced. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Did we really ask for 24? Well, y'all like 12 wasn't enough. Um, <laughs> so, right. So I'm fine with 12. I think the 24 is for 
again, you guys can probably guess who it's for. The luxury sellers, yeah. the <laughs> sellers, <laughs> collectibles. Like when you log on to eBay and there's a banner for something like, and that's what's making their money. So I don't, I'm not hating on them for it at all. Or, and You know, I lied once in a blue moon when I have a really crazy old piece mm -hmm. and I have, I'm trying to show all the little details and the shearing and this, I'm, there's occasionally where I'm like, oh, I have to cut photos out. Mm -hmm. Not often, but it does happen. Yeah. I mean, and like I used to make collages when Poshmark was like four photos. Oh my God. We were there like back or in the day. Top is like, oh, please, love God, give me another photo. I know. So 12 is, or 24 is like, whatever. Um, but they're also doing, so with it, they're also doing video, which they've had for a while. I think they're trying to promote that a little bit more. Um, and then sneakers. I mean, anyone can do it, but it's definitely for sneakers, like a 3D version. They have the Lazy Susan, right? And they spin the yeah. Lazy Susan around. Wait, yeah. do we have any of our cross-posting apps with video capabilities yet? Does anyone know if any of them have it? Not that I know of. Yeah, on it, Bendu, One Shop. Uh, what's the other one? List Perfectly. List Perfectly. <laughs> All of them. All of y'all. Well, if you ever get the first, I'm coming over. <laughs> uh, well, right, right. I'm thinking too, not only with the uh, cross-listing, which is a good point, but just like taking up space on my computer. Like if I have to do a video and I send it to my virtual assistants, like that's a lot. If a video for, and my stuff's not like. Yeah, know. but get this, like with the horrors that Instagram and social media have presented us with, <laughs> the reels and the TikTok. Reels? <laughs> we basically, I'll take, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but like every time I photo, I take video now. Because it's a quick reel for me to be like, uh, 1970s Western, look at this Wrangler Cowboys, you know? And then that's it. Like, and it maybe doesn't get a million views, but it gets enough to sell the piece, you know? Yeah. So like, I feel like we're already doing it because social media is trying to torture us. So like, <laughs> like I, now I have it. I can just throw it up for oh, people. See, our reels are different because my reels are like, I'm doing an activity. And so I video it. Like one of my best reels last month was me vacuuming my office. Like, okay, weirdos, like, why do you want to watch me back? But I don't like do my but vintage, I think, especially because you so different for vintage a lot, like, you model a lot of your stuff too. I think, and there's so many like unique, unique pieces, which is why I stopped doing vintage. Well, there, I, I modeled pre pandemic, and then the pandemic happened, and there was a lot of snacking. <laughs> I, I think my most favorite thing that I've seen you do, Breezy, recently is when you did the lingerie shoot and the videos and the photos that went along with that, and you made it into a reel and a post. Yes. That was probably, first of all, it was very creative, but I really enjoyed watching that because I actually learned something when I was watching it. Like, because I love vintage, but like, I just don't have the capacity to get into that realm of things as well. Maybe someday, but right now, it's just not. Not my repertoire. And I just I just think that's really great. Like, what a great way to try to sell vintage lingerie pieces. And there's someone else on Poshmark that I follow who I believe lives in Boston. Um, so she's local to me. She does very similar type of like very short snippet uh -huh. reels of like her showing lingerie or showing a slip. And it's like just like showing that one piece on her body. And that's it. It's very short. Yeah. 10 seconds sometimes. I will say I follow um, Sonic Wave Vintage and she does an amazing job of putting reels together where she, she does cute dances. She's adorable looking, you know, so she does, she looks cute in her vintage. She does cute dances. And then they're just silly. They're just like, do, 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 you know, yeah. but she tells you the history of the piece, whether it's the history of the brand or the history of the piece itself. Like this is this type of vintage. And that's very cool because you're getting a cute visual, but you're also learning, you know, like mm -hmm. you're saying, like you're getting a little history. And so you do want to, it makes you want to watch more. And as you both know, 
the longer someone watches your video, the better you are. Looking on to other videos. So this is interesting because I was talking to my husband about this. As you know, at the beginning of this live, we were talking about, I got to like rein it in. I'm doing too many things. Um, and YouTube, I hit 10K. And I feel like YouTube is almost like the eBay of reselling, right? Like it's the big dog. It's where people go to learn. But there's other social media that are getting into it and like space for them. But I'm thinking about like stopping TikTok. I just can't get it. And it's just, it's one, like I can make it short and put it other places, but it's extra time. Point in this question is, do you feel like, like people come, my content is like teaching. Do you feel like people come to other, like Instagram and TikTok to learn? Or is that like, I feel like YouTube is much more like the learning space and TikTok, like little tidbits here and there, but it's much more like entertainment type of stuff. So they've done some, like, I guess, statistics on this, like polling, and they're finding that the younger generations are actually going to TikTok to learn, not YouTube anymore. And I'll be honest, as a person who's very ADHD, that is also where I go to get my information. Like, I can't do YouTube unless I really have to see, like, if I'm, like, I'm tackling, like, plumbing or something. I'm like, okay, let me get the visual, you know. But otherwise, if I want to learn something, I'm like, yeah, teach me in 15 seconds, please, with, like, dynamic music. Right, which is what Tori's saying. And now that she says that, that's all her content is. That's true. Tori does. Super, and I watch her stuff all the time. And I'm like, I, Tori, I swear to God, I'm always thinking like, I'm going to be a master um, somewhere because of you. I'm like, okay, the trick that Tori said, get the fork out. And I'm like, oh, I think I broke my machine. Like, what happened? <laughs> I, I used to, well, so I used to do upcycle too. And every time I see herself, I'm like, I'm going to do it again. And then I look at my like sewing machine that hasn't been used in 10 years. And I'm like, this isn't going to work. I'm like a curse where she gets me started on so many projects. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And her knitting now. And I'm like, yeah, I can knit. Like she has like a new machine. Have you seen like her? New, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. oh my God. That, yes. The knit. <laughs> I almost, yes. I was almost getting that. And the, and the mending, the little mending thing. Tori has got me on. I've got it all saved in my my Amazon like little thing, my Amazon cart. Hopefully okay. from her link. I hope you're t- clicking on her link so she's getting credit. Um, so let's talk a little bit about more. I think we've kind of covered the live unless people have questions. Well, you know, what I want to mention because Tori said something in the comments that I thought was interesting. She's like, it's a different audience for Instagram and TikTok. And that's like very true. And why often we have to do like multiple social medias is because completely i mean of course there's crossover but like it is really different audiences on youtube and instagram and tiktok i even know from my tea like people will be like asking me about a youtuber and i'm like oh, i don't know that tea <laughs> like, I like re i like reach out to my youtube people i'm like what is the tea <laughs> that's funny um, so Anna is here. Is we that were- the Anna? Okay. The Anna. So Anna, I was um telling people that we're gonna be doing a live. We haven't fully confirmed it. So like hopefully starting in October. So in two weeks, hopefully you're gonna see me and Anna. And I think it's gonna be very similar to this where we're just chatting about our weeks, things that come up in the reselling world, um, lots of good content. Uh she has twelve thousand items on eBay. I thought you were gonna say twelve kids. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. I like how the 12 kids is more shocking than the 12,000 items on eBay to breathe. <laughs> and more devastating, too. She's like, yeah, like one was a bonus and one was not. One makes the two money. kitties. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Lord. That was hilarious. Okay, two cats is acceptable. Anna, your presentation was great. And I think it was probably mm, like top, top two. 
Sarah was my top of one. Course, right. Sarah's my top one. So you you were my top two. <laughs> she does have a book um, Ooh, nice. about eBay that she wrote. So I'm going to do a full uh, plug for her. And, and I think she's a moderator too. So you can leave your link in here. Uh, I know 12K. It's amazing. So definitely follow Anna on Instagram and then keep an eye out. If we do a live, uh, we'll just be chatting. I think something like this kind of Friday's happy hour. Maybe we won't be drinking every time, but I feel like it makes it a little bit. <laughs> Or other things, Breezy, if you're in California. Uh, Just for today. On Anna, is is that her Instagram handle as well? I'm, um, it's very, yes, it's very similar. Uh, she can, And I think she's on a moderator. So you can leave your Instagram hand, handle, Anna, as well as your book as well. Uh, Founder. Okay. Uh, so other things that came out of eBay Open. Um, what's funny is, so we went to give you a little bit of background. So. I'm coming out tomorrow with a video after talking with executives. It's like six myths, all of these things that there's like a black box. And we're like, this free shipping actually in the algorithm is listening daily. So I like asked, I mean, you know me, I asked all these questions. I'm making a video. If you are a member, I haven't plugged that at all. I just opened up uh, memberships for YouTube. So a different way to mentor a little bit more one-on-one -on -one. or the bottom tier is just, you know, extra emojis to support me. Wait, um, but that For two seconds. So it's like Patreon kind of, is that what it's like? Yeah, I'm but on YouTube. Very cool, very cool. I looked into Patreon and I was like, well, that's right in our conversation earlier. I was like, that's a whole nother thing for me to learn. <laughs> I know YouTube. Uh, so I'm going to stick with YouTube because it was like four buttons to click to like. Yeah, no, I mean, I love that they're making, I love that the platforms are adding this actually because I think it makes it really easy for people. And yeah, it's easier to followers to, to join because you, you know, you know those extra clicks. Yeah. <laughs> the extra clicks, which is a bummer because if you are watching on an iOS, like an Apple phone, you can't join. There's like some disagreement with like the payments what? or something. You have to be on a web browser or an Android, which is like Bummer. that is the weirdest thing ever. Like Android never gets it first. I was gonna <laughs> say. What I said I was like, it's like some disagreement in like how they pay. Like I think oh. Apple probably wants some of the revenue for being. Oh, I'm it. sure. I'm yeah. sure they do. Um. Yeah, because they get a cut of uh of yeah. Meta. Yeah. Yeah. They get a cut from everything. Right. Yeah, I, I think I'm signing a check to them right today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to cut in my vintage sales, y'all. <laughs> I feel like we were going somewhere with something and I don't remember. So let's uh, go on eBay. You were, you were talking to the execs about blah, blah, oh, blah. Yes, the things that I learned, the memberships got the video on Wednesday, so they've been able to watch it. So if you are a member, you get videos prior it's coming out tomorrow of you know a lot of these black box items that i ask executives i'm also working on getting one of the executives on my channel to like ask her directly these questions and hear it from her uh, so keep out i think that's coming out this week and watch out for that but some of the things when we were there they were like picking our brains on all these things and then they like announced them all at ebay open and i was like hmm <laughs> like they like they didn't tell us but they were like what do you guys think about this and what do you and i'm like oh these are things you guys were going to announce in three weeks uh so a couple of the things that they announced ebay live we've talked extensively about with poshmark as well international shipping they're doing a new program and everyone is going to slowly migrate over y'all can probably guess i don't know if this is true but you can probably guess who's going to go first um but it's it sounds like it's going to be kind of like the gp S, but not as expensive, where they're going to take on the liability um, and make it easier to take over the returns and just make yeah, it. That was like one thing though, because return, you don't have international returns with GSP. And right. Then so they're going to allow it, but then they're going to take on the liability for it. Oh, okay. So it's 
better. <laughs> I like the return thing with my international sales, but all right, we'll yes. we'll account for it now. In theory, it's better and it's cheaper because GPS is expensive. Yeah. So I actually do international standard shipping mm. um, for anything under 100 because they cover up to 100 and most of my stuff is under 100. So it's cheaper for the buyers. Mm. Um, you don't have as much coverage, but I don't sell anything over 100. I mean, anything that's over $100, I do GPS. Yeah. Um, but they cover up to $100. So for me, it's not... But that was one big thing that came out. They're also, which is interesting, coming out with a domestic flat rate. So similar to Poshmark. Wow. Where you, of course, I know this one for sure. They're starting with sneakers. Because um, <laughs> I said it. They're starting with sneakers and it's going to be a $14 flat rate. Um, which I feel like isn't that, depending on the sneaker. Sometimes I cram a sneaker into a like a padded flat rate envelope. I mean, it fits, it fits, whatever. Yeah, it's like $8. But for the most part, you're putting them either in like a medium-sized box yeah. or a shoe box. Um, and so $14, and you just print it out, right? That's mm -hmm. essentially what I got. So it's going to be easier to get new people on. Um, not quite so scary. Feel free to jump in on any of these things you guys want to talk about. Offers, we did touch on this. This has been long going. Uh, if you guys are just jumping on, we talked about this maybe a half hour ago. And I do have a video on it. But if they said after the holidays. So I would guess at the end of the year, beginning of next year, they're going to have automatic payments for offers. Um, there, I have had a couple of buyers that are like, hey, I sent an offer and I had to pay right away. And I was like, yeah, imagine that. Wow. <laughs> right. I mean, this isn't layaway. Like it's not Kmart from the 90s. Get it together. <laughs> I, know. I know. Um, It is a culture that eBay has yeah. So it is what it is. But they said by the end of the year. So hopefully um, they can do that. 24 photos. Uh, anything else? More transparency in fees and uh, just getting paid. So right now you can do like weekly and I just do weekly. Weekly and monthly. I do weekly. You can do immediate now, right? But there's a fee associated with it. Just yeah. like when you take things immediately from PayPal. It's the same You can do daily too. I do daily. I'm like, give me my money. I think so. But yeah. I think they have slowly been rolling that out and then they mm -hmm. like announced it. But then you can do like immediate to like your debit card for a fee if you Yeah, need. but there's like a little fee for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the little fee is worth it, depending on where you're at with your money. Let me tell you, there are times where I'm like, all right, it's okay, PayPal, take the two dollars and seventy-four cents yeah. if you're less um, Sometimes that's a lifesaver. Yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. I think that's a big deal because even with other platforms. I don't know how whatnot works with their payouts. I have no idea, so I can't speak to it. Um, but with Poshmark, it sometimes depends on your bank. Can take twenty four hours. Sometimes it can take longer. Yes, it just depends. Mm -hmm. See, and the bookkeeping side of me is like I do weekly because if you do daily, that's seven transactions that you have to account for on the back end. Um, well, you could do it at the end of the week, Sarah. Yeah, but it's like seven line items. And I'm going to say, my husband does the bookkeeping, so I don't think he would appreciate. Like last, during the summer, usually on Poshmark, I go in and like send out, yeah. send it whenever I think about it. But over the summer, I wasn't really working. And he was like, you have like three deposits on Poshmark. And I was like, but they're big amounts. <laughs> like It's just because I'm not, I wasn't on there every day to like yeah. think about going there. Yeah. I was doing other things. And it was like, Posh oh, makes me nervous though. I'm always getting my money out of pot. The second I know that someone approved anything, I'm like, thank you very much. I'm going to take that right now. Yes. I don't care. I've known people have lost, like yes. people have taken the account and got the money. Like it happens. That's not a bank. <laughs> like, that's I'm also I'm circulating. Different. I don't know if this is happening to everyone. It's happened to a few people on Poshmark where like, 
random listings are showing up on their account um, that are not theirs. And it's not like they've been hacked or anything. So something is going on in the back end. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little, which, I mean, if you see it, if you tell Poshmark, they're obviously going to work on it and they're, they, yeah. they want to protect you. Obviously, they want to keep you on the platform. But um, I, on platforms, like they're not FDIC approved on any platform. So take your money as soon as you can. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. not leave it in there. I'm always getting that money. Sarah. I'm like, it's $7. Yeah. exactly give me my money i don't think about it and i turn all my notifications off and i actually i wouldn't be surprised if i was i mean maybe not but if i was asked to be part of the beta because someone told me like if you were a pos a past speaker you were asked i delete all their emails i don't have my lives on like this is gonna shock everyone i was not asked You don't say. <laughs> I was a speaker twice. Was I a speaker twice? Or once? Something like no, that. Were you really? I, I was a recent speaker. I was a speaker last year. And for the most part, I don't say bad things about them. How's that, Breezy? <laughs> Direct hit to Breezy right there. No, I own it. We need someone to do it. Oh and we love it. And I'm so here fun. for it. If you guys, if you're just. You, you mean you don't make reels with Manish's face and your mouth moving? Like, you don't do that? <laughs> I make reels of me vacuuming my office. <laughs> yeah, so shocking that I wasn't asked. So weird. <laughs> that, like our lives. I, I may not have been, but my point yeah. is, and I don't have my notifications on. I delete most of my. I think all yeah. my emails. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any Poshmark notifications on at all. I don't care. I will check it when I check it. Have a good day. Like, please don't tell me yeah, what the quote of the day is. I don't care. I'll get or my own motivational quote. We've selected 475 items just for you. Oh, I hate that one. Don't tell me what's dropping. I don't care what's dropping. I, I don't care. I do wonder if, and I was thinking about this, I wonder if their Poshmark lives will take over their Posh parties because those are like so not a That thing would be anymore. fantastic. I'd be okay with that. Yes. And I think it could be like a new wave to like, mm-hmm. nobody like them anymore. I but think it would make sense more. though, because that's when people are most active on the app is when they're doing the parties. So that would make sense to me. Yes. And no one cares about the parties. So like, let's move it into something hopefully people care about. Uh, Tori's saying we've seen listings show up twice. Kiddos are home. Show up oh, I see. So you are too. So this, 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 something is happening and maybe they're changing things on the back. I mean, live shows are out. So something might've been glitchy yeah. on their end. Um, but like random things are popping up on people's Poshmark stores. I just redeemed $2 and five cents on Posh. <laughs> <laughs> Tori You're welcome. Tori <laughs> Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> Every $2.05 counts, guys. Every $2.05. Uh, keep Poshmark and Poshmark is like that cost them a fee for two dollars. They uh, anyway keep Poshmark in top shape, no working for free. Yes, we will. Uh, the thrifty rod is here. For no it. problem there. You you won't see the three of us working for free. Thank you very much. Oh, for sure not. I don't even want to work. For like, I feel like when I first was on Posh, you know, and they would ask me, I'd be like, I gotta go to this party, and I gotta, you know, I did the things I share. No, I was sharing my like like. Really oh man. my god, sharing by hand. Like these, these young poshers don't know. <laughs> they don't I know. initiated a bot way before people in the community were talking about it, and I had to like hold it in because I was gonna get shamed and banned from the community. Like I I we chatted, we chatted about it. I told you about it before and I was like if Danielle is doing it, I trust her, but anybody else, like 
and I, I get it from a store that's reputable. I still was nervous. I was like, ah, that was a fluke that that worked for you. Yeah, <laughs> I am um, nervous like to promote it, right? Because we get affiliates and I'm like, should I put this on my social media? Mm-hmm. If you're watching, it is down below. You get 20% <laughs> off. <laughs> now we all do. We're like, use this robot. <laughs> right, because I when I say it's been like three years since I've been using it. Was it three years ago, Sarah? I think it, wow. I think it was. Yeah, it's been a while. I think you and then actually the Thrifty Broad um, had told me too that she was using one. Um, and I was like, okay, they haven't got kicked out. These are people that I like legit trust, but they weren't telling, right? Like you didn't tell people. Um, oh my God, hosting parties, sharing others, speaking, promoting others, so much waste of time. Um, I did this sharing. They asked me a couple of times to do a party and I was like, what do I get? And they're like, well, a party. And I was like, uh, I'm good. I don't want a party. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. I'm not, and I even asked people, like, do you see a, a increase in sales? And they were like, no. And I'm like, then why are you spending an hour and more time like finding hosts have you ever you sold an item from a hotel? Because you get that host a party, you put that sign up, everyone starts commenting because they want they want to host it. So then after the party, I would always run a sale. And this is like back in the day before you could actually like with before I had bots and all that. So like I would run a sale and I would change that that to a, like, oh, I'm running a sale, and then like drop the price on it. And keep dropping the price so that people will keep seeing that the item. I remember that, that. Old school way. That was the old yeah, school. Yeah, I remember that. And it did work. Like I would sell, and so that was the only reason I used to host a party because I could do that. I would get that. It was basically like getting an email list, but you had a tag list. I so. think I think I came in like right when that was like not so much because you've been. I, I totally remember doing that. Yeah, I did. Well, I've only hosted a party once because I wanted to experience it because I think it's okay to experience something once. Sure. And. Uh, yeah, I that was one and done. I was all set. And it's not. I'm now thinking about it. Like I don't know if people just don't pick my stuff anymore, but I haven't really seen the emoji spamming or the host picking or the mm, like. Yeah, me neither. Really- oh, I get them. Uh, well, okay, so apparently, like, we're not where it's at, breezy. That's fine. Your stuff's better than us. Probably because right? they're doing a vintage party or something. You know what I mean? And like, uh, which is nice that they've started incorporating vintage within their realm of everything. Yeah, for sure, yes. for sure. I w- I do wish that they would um, get someone on the team that had any knowledge about vintage because it is difficult when we're dealing with like if there's an issue or a return because they don't know. Yeah. So I've never had someone say my stuff was inauthentic, but I've had other people that happen to, and like, they have no knowledge really. And the whole sizing thing is very problematic, you know? Cause like, if I put it the correct size on the tag, it's not the correct size. If I put it the size that it's supposed nice. to be, they're telling me you should have put it on the size of the tag. I've had returns go against me both ways. I put the size I put, I put the size hey. on the tag. They gave me opposite directions each time. You should have done the opposite thing. Which is not consistent. It's like one thing, like, because then how are you going to list if they're going to give a return either way? So, but I mean, I don't think that they're the only platform that is lacking in like people who know about vintage. And I I think the platforms are pushing vintage a lot now. And I'm like, if you're going to push it, you need people who know what they're doing on it. I think Whatnot has gotten some people who understand vintage. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't know if Depop and and eBay and, and Poshmark have like really gotten like the educational side of it. And I don't know. It's, I mean, it's interesting because you get people to authenticate luxury, but you're not going to get people to authenticate vintage. We sell like really big. I mean, I just sold a dress for twelve hundred dollars. Like, it yeah. should be authenticated. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, what yeah. is Poshmark authenticating luxury anymore? Oh, and when they were, was it, was it though? Was it really that great? I don't know. 
I don't know because I'm not a luxury seller, so I really can't speak. Um, from experience, yeah. I have received items that were fraudulent. So, yes, I've heard it's not great. Um, yes, it's still a thing. The host picks. Life's, uh she's an Australian seller. Has it oh, taken yeah. off in Australia? So not worth the time. That's interesting. Okay. I don't think it's taken off in the, another country. What's the other country that they well, launched? Canada, right? Oh, India. 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 Canada. I don't know if it took off in India either. Canada, I feel like, is like. It's like te teeters both ways because of their postage. The postage is just so complicated in Canada. It's very, very difficult. The whatnot, so, when I was talking with someone on whatnot this morning, she's a Canadian seller. Um, and she said, because the shipping is always like the downfall for them. And she said, whatnot shipping was actually pretty legit, um, okay. which is a okay. reason for her to keep doing it. Cause she was like, I sold a lot more than normal because the shipping was and the bundling and the shipping to the US. She said that was one of the big things for her. Um, people are finding interesting niches on whatnot. I think yes. like if you talk to sellers, they're like, I started out selling like resale clothes, like we all do. And, but then I have like, you know, a bath and body works nearby. Um, that's an outlet. So now I'm selling that and that people love that. Or I have like a whatever, like, you know, that people are finding like little outlets near them that they can, that's like their niche now. Yeah. And that's interesting. I mean, more power to you get that money. Cause we all need it right now. Mm, <laughs> got that right. <laughs> My sales are yours. Well, one thing is Depop still a thing. Yeah, it is certainly with the younger generation and you know it's international it started in the uk so I, like you do have the i think if you open yourself to international sales it's doing even better but definitely a younger vibe over there you know it's younger people but you have a lot of celebrities um oh. on, i don't think they're really on deep i think they're assistant who they hire and i'm like hello i'm available um but like they, I will sell your stuff and I'm nearby. Thank you. Yeah, I, um, so I do think you have a lot of that on there, which is interesting. You know, that keeps the presence like people are interested in that, you know, especially younger people, I think, always want to know. But, you know, you can buy from Dita Von Teese. That's cool. You know? Yeah. I think it was like such a big hype for a while and then it died down. So I like I haven't really heard about it in the reselling community for a while. I will say my I sales know. have slowed on Depop, my, my personal sales. But I did raise my prices a little and my product changed. Like when I first came into Depop, I mean, because, you know, it's well, anyone in resale, we don't know what we're going to have, you know. And um, I had a lot of 70s men's at the time. And I was like, boom, 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 selling because. Yeah, they love Sony's Ben. Yeah, but I ran out of that, and so it wasn't as hotcakes anymore. So it totally depends on like what you have. I know Marcy, um, what is her name? Brenna's Closet. She's doing exceptionally well. Like she's a top seller. Hadrian's, it's Hadrian, is doing. He's a top seller. Oh yeah, Hadrian does amazing wherever he is. And he's and so Hadrian's good. a luxury seller, man. He's just like, I mean, that's because some people are like, oh, you have to have a low price point on Depop, but. Hadrian doesn't have a little. He doesn't. Noreen, her. I can't believe they paid eighty dollars in shipping. That is insane. I know. All right, I'll bring that one. What did they pay it for? For a vintage, um, a vintage piece on Depop. It's oh, like she sold to someone in Italy. I always say, like, people are like, "Oh, you have to get free shipping." I'm like, "No, you don't." <laughs> like, if somebody oh, wants, I don't do free shipping. Pay for the shipping, they're gonna pay. I promise you that they will, and they'll pay eighty dollars for it if they really want it. It's oh, we me when I sell stuff on eBay, and I'm like, "You pay more in shipping for, than the item." Yeah. And, and this they really I, want it because they can't yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I get a little excited when I sell something international or Poshmark because I'm like, ah, you can't return it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'll take offers on Poshmark that are lower because I'm like, I've had this forever or like I've had it returned before for like size or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, can't return it. So like, yeah. I will take it lower than I would have taken on eBay. Vintage, but right. Wow. Oh, that's nice. Wow. That's a lot of shipping for. Go Singapore. I feel like they have the highest shipping. 
Um, I wanted, I don't know if you guys, I, I don't know if both of you are on Trade Z or if you ever tried Trade Z, but Vestir Collective is coming over. And I'm very curious as to what that transition is going to look like because Wait, they're Trade international. Trade Vestir or Vestir got Trade Z? Vestir bought Trade Z. Vestir bought Trade Z. Okay. okay. Didn't mm. they get bought out a couple of years ago too by someone? Or no? Am I making that? No, up? no, I don't think okay. so. No, this okay. is a, a new merge, and um, I, but I think it, I think it could be good because Tradesy it, it makes sense to me. It makes sense. Yes. Those two together, it does. I think what makes me nervous too about reselling is you're seeing some of these bigger companies, all all of the bigger companies, know that it's a thing, and they're starting to get their feet in it, right? Like a lot of the I know Lululemon has a buyback thing. Co have you seen coaches? Their prices, like their buyback on the coach website, is like outrageous. Not just um, the buybacks, but they're selling vintage in the stores. Like Anthropology, uh, Urban Outfitters are selling right. vintage in the stores, and like um, Levi's actually has like contracts with several thrifts to. They have to take all the Levi's and, and like send them to Levi's. Like that's, that's why we're not finding the vintage Levi's anymore. I was just going to ask that to you, Breezy, when you mentioned Levi's. I know it happens a lot in the West Coast because that's where it all originated. Um, but like the super vintage Levi's that, I mean, we're, we're going back, like back in time when they first became a thing and they were more of a trouser than anything else. Have you ever come across anything like that in your travels? No, old, old ones. No, yeah. no, no. Like I, I, you really, I think where you find those are like really crazy estate sales or like someone's like, I got stuff in my barn, you know, and you're like, hey, <laughs> go dig. And like, honestly, I, some of the sellers that here will go out to the desert to abandon homes and be digging through those and mm. find, but they still aren't finding those ancient Levi's. They're finding maybe sometimes the 1950s Levi's that way. Yeah. I can't be, I'm a single woman. Well, I'm not, I mean, I'm a married woman, but I am a woman I'm not going to the desert off grid. Like some kind I of, know. Uh, I think it was this year or last year, someone did come across one of the, like the mining pair of, yeah. of trousers and um, Levi's bought it from them for, I don't know how many millions of dollars because wow. it's, a, it, that's something they're going to keep in a vault, right? Yeah. yeah. That's history yeah. for them. Yeah. And yeah. the Japanese collectors will certainly buy. Um, yeah. In fact, at, at one of my pop-ups, I just had a Japanese collector buy Levi's for me for like a pretty good amount that he was just going to sell to his Japanese clientele. Nice. Yeah. Oh, to uh, resell even. Yeah, to resell it. It was high. Like, I mean, it was it was on the lower side for what they were. Like, I was cutting him a deal. I what I was also over them though. I had them for a while. Like, please take them. But oh, I, if I make any money, I'm like, my brother-in-law has been reselling for 12 years. And he told me in the very beginning, because I sold something. And I was like, oh, I probably could have gotten more. And he's like, but did you make money? Yeah. On to the next. Like, yeah. you made money. Who cares? Right. Like, you can't. There are certain pieces I can't say who cares to. But no. the vast I, majority of pieces, I'm like, bye, see you. I don't, it doesn't phase me at all. Yeah. And I think the new reselling platform to, like, maybe think about joining and like look out on is shop thrilling um and yeah i can't okay but it doesn't require any work sarah it doesn't do require any work it doesn't require, you. require work you're asking me to look into something that's work alone well, listen, you, hand them a file, you hand them a file and they upload everything for they you they upload everything for you you yeah. what do you use for cross-listing and their customer oh, service is amazing all right oh, so download the csv and but that's I, don't it. In, I don't keep it in list perfectly so eBay, you, you could probably do it from eBay. Whatever. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't keep it in list perfectly. I, I just do. You can do it cross post it from something. But their customer service is amazing. Even if you manually input, because sometimes I, I was starting that way. Like they actually automate the description for you. 
as you're putting, so you're like toggling things out. The description is automated. Like it's really, really cool. amazing. Shop thrilling. But here's the kicker. I'm going to tell everyone, this is why you want to join. They, first of all, that it's a, it's a black female owned business. Like we love to see it. We love to yes. see it. Okay. Then on top of it, they are very connected with Hollywood. And so there's stylists on there and there are um, movie production teams that get in touch with thrilling and they put out a product release. And they say specifically what they want, 1990s tracksuits in a size medium, like whatever it is, you know, and they put that call out, they'll send you the email and you could submit, you just like select your things and submit. And then the studios and the stylists can pick from you and they'll give you a price range. And sometimes there is no price range. I have heard of this actually, now that you're saying that they're working with like the studios to get with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have this. Uh, you know, um, package, I... It's a cool thing. It's a good thing on the flip side. I'll be honest, because the costume designers had to find the product before they they're paying more for it. You know what I mean? Like now we're all fighting for them to take our piece. So it's like a little bit meow because we're getting less because there's more competition, but you but have more more. to like get your stuff in there. And a lot of times with costume departments, if they know you carry a certain amount of a certain product, they're going to come back to you. So that's a good thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did, just I did just get a calendar reminder uh, that I have to go pick up clothes from a buy sell trade place and they close soon. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the end of our live. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, no, but thank you guys so much for joining. Like I said, I am going to uh, hopefully I'm doing lives more regularly for sure. Uh, now that I'm back at it, I am hoping to do one with Anna every Friday, more casual like this, uh, have other resellers on. You guys are always welcome. People in the chat, always welcome. I love talking to other people. I'm learning things list of things that I'm adding to my list of I don't want to do these things. <laughs> Breezy. Um, it's not in my love column. Uh, just kidding. But it, it makes us all better talking and learning from each other. Oh, Anna is still here. Um, so th thank you guys so much. I, your Daniela and Breezy's links are down below. So definitely follow them. They all, they both have amazing, amazing content, podcasts and Patreon groups and social media and all the things to help you become better resellers. Um, and I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. So thank you. And and they're on the 10 K that's like amazing. Oh yes. Right. I forgot about that now. That's what we started with. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, and have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you guys next week, next Wednesday, I think. Bye, y'all. Bye.